Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Ray, man, we got a fantastic show coming today. Oh, man, I'm truly excited about this. And I think it's a show that, you know, many people are asking questions about. And, you know, what we want to do, we want to bring a show that's uh, educational as well as motivational. So um, I, th- I think it's uh, you know something that's needed right now. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, needed because there have been a lot of misconception about, um, you know, the coronavirus and uh, as it relate to kids and, and as it relate to a lot of different things. So uh, we got some great guest zone that's going to help us out uh, with that. And, you know, I tell you, we just have to become a little bit more understanding and understand what we have to do to make sure that uh, we're safe. Yeah. And I'm, I'm interested in hearing the feedback of our, of our guest today because, you know, I got young kids and I have a, have a, a young, uh, young adult daughter as well. So, uh, you know, I, when I remember back when I was young, I always thought I was invincible, whatever was going on, that nothing would ever hurt me or attack me. But uh, yeah, we're living in different times, man. And we have to be uh, aware. We have to have knowledge and understanding of, of what's going on and not just uh, you know, listen to any kind of noise out there, but listen to real people that have real stories. And so, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. You now we're talking about kids and COVID-19, but not just kids. We're talking about young adults and you know, kind of the effect of you know, those going back to school, um, you know, uh, the, the ones that are going to going to work. And, um, you know, it's, it's a difficult time. I'm sitting here waiting with bated breath to hear if, if my kids are going to be going back to school or, or what's going on there, too. So. Well, I mean, that's a challenge uh, that's happening all over the country. I, I noticed that uh, earlier today, at least uh, I think San Diego is closing their schools, uh, uh, in-class in uh, school, and L.A. is doing the same thing. So right. uh, it's a trickle-down effect, but we have to make sure that the environment is safe and that, you know, we can have some type of control over this virus so we won't have a whole lot more folks uh, sick. Yeah, 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 and and it affects all of us, and so not just in the form of of, of a sickness, but also in a, in a mental health standpoint and in the psychology that we go through, knowing as as parents to be to be worried and be scared. Um, but the good thing is is that today we have you know a couple parents and a couple great guests that have have gone through the situation and gone through you know their their kids being in, uh, in infected or or uh, their families being um, you know having to deal with this, this kind of situation. And, and it's, it's good to hear from them because I think it'll be a big help to our, to our audience. And so, um, you know, our, our first guest is, is a, is a good friend of mine, uh, Michelle Grandy. She, she's the founder and CEO of Old Michelle LLC, Olicious Food Companies, and she's a dedicated and empowered. She dedicates and empowers people. She's a fantastic person. She's an author, um, you know, one of the best-selling uh, Amazon books, uh, Old Michelle, uh, no, Amazing Wellness. And uh, no, we're so happy to have her on the show. And uh, Michelle, are you there? I am here, Ray. So good to be here. Oh, good to you? hear both you and James. Hey, how you doing, Michelle? I'm doing well, James. We're so, we are so happy to have you here. And um, I tell you, I've been looking at your bio, doing, seeing all the great things that you're doing out there, and and I'm in for education <laughs> myself. So, <laughs> welcome to the show. You know, thank you. Good to be here again. Yes. Okay, uh, a couple of things that uh, stood out immediately is uh, so. My first question to you is: What made you decide to pursue a career that focused on mind, body, and soul? Oh, oh, well, so, well, I spent about 22 years in corporate America and I was really on autopilot. I was, you know, in executive sales and I did a lot of traveling. So I spent less time with my family and I was just really on autopilot. And I think for me, I just wanted to, to be a little bit more um, whole and live a life that was truly representative of what I wanted in life. So I, um, I shifted. I, I became a vegan cold turkey 
Actually, when I was visiting Ray and Stacy in California about 12 years ago is when I actually um, shifted that mindset toward, toward veganism. But, but then I still had to go back to work, you know, when I got home and I, and I still was on autopilot and one thing led to another. And I went back to school for nutrition um, and certain certifications. And then I became an author. And then I started a coaching, a health coaching practice took a yoga class, became a yoga teacher. One thing um, led to another and all in a realm of wellness. So, you know, I, I call myself um, um, a wellness enthusiast because that is how I live my life today. Ended up leaving um, that job and, and, and I really have never looked back. I really have not. Yeah, you know, and this is what we find me today. JC, Michelle, and I, and, and her husband Albert, we we all go way back. We were neighbors in in Atlanta, and you know, we we are family basically. And uh, the the funny thing is, is when she talk about when when she went and uh, and changed to to a vegan lifestyle, like. We we had no idea. She was reading a vegan book while she was at her house. And then, you know, I guess she got on the plane and kept reading the book. And then all of a sudden she said, I'm a yeah. vegan. But Michelle's one of those action-based people. Like, if she says she's going to do it, she do it. And so right. she just stopped right then and there and just stopped eating meat and everything went vegan. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> like, I, I like can't. Ray, Ray, Ray Stacy, nobody believed me. My husband, Albert, nobody believed me. But what happened was, I was very asthmatic. I mean, I suffered from, you know, chronic lung disease forever, as as far as I can remember. And I read a book called The Veganist by a lady named Kathy Freston that just changed my life. And, and I just couldn't believe what she was saying, that if I was to reduce meat, you know, let go of certain foods, um, you know, just stop doing certain things that I, I could actually help to reverse my asthma. That just didn't sound true because I was on about four or five different medications for asthma. Well, three months later, she was right. I let go of all of medication and, you know, even going cold Turkey Ray is right. When I put my mind to something, it's just done. And I became vegan cold Turkey. And I, yeah, I just never looked back and been healthier ever since. And I feel great. You know, you know, and, and, the, and the funny thing about this, I mean, to, to, to look at it right now is that you're so into wellness. You, you eat healthy. Yeah. You, you look like you're 25 and I'm not going to say how old you are. Thank you. <laughs> you know, the black don't crack. <laughs> you look, you look right. you're beautiful. Right. You know, you, 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 your husband's the CEO of a healthcare center. So, I mean, you, you're based in health and wellness. I know you teach your kids that and you know your family that and you live that life. But now in, in these times, uh, tell us how, how you're dealing with that and trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle when we're having quarantine, we're having shutdowns and, and, the, and the COVID uh, epidemic is, is, is affecting everybody. Yeah, it has. It, it, it has affected business. It, it has affected my family, you know, and um, Ray can tell you my son tested positive for COVID-19. So he's been on quarantine um, just about off of quarantine now, but it, it, and he was asymptomatic, which means he had no symptoms at all. We got a phone call um, from a friend, and he was um, after it was a drill practice at school. Not no, just no, no contacts, no contact, just a drill. But you know, he was also uh, they do eat out, and um, and you know, you you, you think you, your kids got it all. You know, they know what they're doing, but, you know, and we, we are a family who talks about COVID all the time. Like Ray said, my husband is a CEO of a healthcare company. So we got a phone call from a parent saying that, you know, their son had contracted uh, COVID and we knew what to do. We knew immediately what to do. So we immediately got tested, not just Michael, my 14 year old, but the entire family. And so days went on about two, three days. Our test came back negative and Michael's came back positive. And so right then and there, even while waiting for um, results, we quarantined Michael and we all wore masks even in the house. So quarantine was pretty, um, you know, it was tough. He knew what he had to do. Um, you know, for him, it, it may have seemed like fun because he got a chance to play video games a lot. <laughs> you know, so what Ray said, yeah, I, I, in terms of health and wellness, not just me, but myself and my husband, you know, we know what that means and, and what to do. So for me, I kept Michael hydrated, you know, lots of water, um, a lot of um, um, foods with hydration in it, which means just a lot of fruits from watermelon to bananas, um, apples, 
uh, a lot of berries. So um, he didn't eat a whole lot of heavy foods, not that he just, not that he could not, because he was asymptomatic, so he still had his energy. What I did notice from him is that his eyes were just a little tired. But I always thought that came from playing too much video games. Wow. You know, I tell you, yeah. uh, we, we, we're going to take a station break, but oh. we're going to come back and continue this conversation. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Yeah, Ray, we was uh, getting educated. I got another question for Michelle. What is your biggest fear for the upcoming school year, uh, especially for your kids? I think it's just the ability to not plan properly. I, I can imagine, especially with large school sizes, kids going back to school um, in, in a few weeks or even a month, unless it's online schooling, but not, you know, um, not face-to-face teacher interaction on a daily basis. Hybrid and staggered school days are, um, are good. But just the best way, in my opinion, seeing what I see amongst these children who are now healthy kids starting to get COVID, um, being tested positive for COVID is, um, you know, I would, I'm a strong proponent of, of online education, at least for the first semester. If the school is small, like a small private school or small, um, some kind of small school, then things may differ. Um, they may have more room to stagger things out or to, um, you know, use more of a hybrid system. But I'm a proponent of, of online education first. I do have a college freshman going, well, he's not going back. He's at Georgetown University, and he's a sophomore, going sophomore, and they are required to be tested positive, I mean, be tested for COVID-19, as well as online education. Wow, wow. You know, uh, it, it's... It's interesting because there's uh, you know a misconception that 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 kids or, or young people can't be uh, affected by this or, or doesn't hit them hard and uh, you know I want I want to bring in Michelle stay with us but I want to bring in in, in our yep. next guest as well uh, you know Miss Natalie Gorman is here a really good friend of mine and Hello. and her 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 daughter's here hi and, and uh, you know I, I actually coached Atlanta track. Uh, at, at Linfield, and, and you know it's it's so so phenomenal to have them in studio, and we appreciate it. But I wanted to bring them in to to tell their story and and tell how this whole epidemic is affecting everybody, and not just older people, but younger people as well. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Ray, and um, hi everybody. And so just like um, Michelle was saying, Kyla was asymptomatic, but the COVID wasn't um, our biggest issue. Um, but 
other things had allowed COVID to come in. And that's one of the things that Kylo has been really strong about trying to talk to other young people about so that they understand some of the dangers that they could um, have just from some of the practices or things that they do that they think are no big deal. You know, Kylo's a college freshman. You know, she gets good grades. She's, she's a, what she's a good kid. Time? She graduated early from high school. Three years in high school, she graduated. And so then she started her freshman year at RCC. And so, you know, she's a mature young lady. She's been doing very well. We're very proud of her. But, you know, she just really wanted to warn other young people and teens about certain things that, you know, are coming to be a challenge for her right now. And so that they can they can take heed. And I, I know her to be an ambitious leader and, and, and a person that speaks out. She's not shy. <laughs> and so I, I appreciate you because I, I think, you know, young people need to hear from other young people. And so I, I appreciate I you coming in and, and telling your story. So I don't want to I want to take the shine from you. I, I just want you to, to tell the audience kind of you know what you went through, what you're going through. I mean, it's, this is a, it's a difficult, difficult time to be a, a young person in school and not know what's going on. Um but uh, well, please, please tell, tell us your story and give the audience a, a, little back, a little bit of background. Hey, guys. My name is Kyla Gorman. Um, I am a student at RCC currently. Um, and for the past two years, I've been vaping every day, nonstop, straight. And I know a lot of young people, especially in college and, and in high school, have the, the same addiction um, as vaping, for, for vaping. And... Um, what my, my story is, is it was like any other day. Uh, I felt perfectly normal. It just kind of snuck up on me. I took a nap um, like a, any, any normal, regular day. And um, I was at my friend's house. And he told me that I was choking in my sleep. And I was unresponsive. I wasn't waking up. Uh, he threw me in the shower. I still wasn't waking up. Um, I was still choking, choking in my sleep. He tried to put his his hand down my throat, see what I was choking on. And then um, I woke up and started coughing up blood, and I was throwing up blood. The ambulance had to come get me. Based on your experience, that what you just went through, what would you tell uh, our other young folks out there uh, as it relates to this vaping? It's it's, it's okay. You know what? No, you, you're you're so strong for for, for telling your story. Absolutely. And I, I know what's tough for what what you what you've gone through. So you know, if you take your time, you know, if you need to take your time, you can just feel free to speak at your at your own at your own pace. Yes, you know, no, I we, apologize. It's all right. It's all right. No, it's all right. We're we're here, we're here supporting you. We're here supporting you. So you know, whatever whatever you feel comfortable with. Uh, it's just. It's just like people don't understand how serious it is. Like I almost lost my life. Like if I would have fell asleep overnight, I wouldn't be here. Wow. So I just thank God every day that I wasn't by myself and that I got a second chance at life. And he gave me opportunity to share my story with everybody else because it's so serious. Like, I'm so young. I'm only 18. And I almost lost my life. And I just want everybody to understand, especially my peers, that this is serious. And um, they diagnosed me at the hospital with um, uh, hepatitis. No, it's, it's hip, hemoptysis. Or, or hemoptysis. My apologies. It's hemoptysis. A, it's a lung disease. And basically mm-hmm. the, um, the chemicals from the vape. Right. And small, even metal particles are in her lungs. So her lungs are going to be, you know, damaged for... Wow. Oh, and so that opened up for the COVID. And then that put, put her in, 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 it high, put her in, in higher risk. Yeah. Just, so it uh-huh. put me at high risk and um, I tested... Positive for COVID. Well, I tested positive for pneumonia, which was a result to COVID because of vaping. Um, uh, I was I was quarantined for a couple weeks, so the doctor said I'm I'm good now. But um, still, it's just it's just super serious. Like all my all my peers 
everybody who's watching, like, please stop vaping. And, and I know I know it's going to be hard and difficult. Um, and you're going to tell yourself, like, man, like, it's it's not it's not going to happen to me. Like, like this stuff doesn't happen. It happens to other people, not me. But I am living proof. I'm proof that it does. It can happen to anybody. Well, Natalie, how does, how does that make you feel? Uh, you know, as a mother, I I, I know. I mean, you, Marine, you tough woman. You play football, and oh, for for you to have this and have your baby going through this, uh, you know, just unexpected. The hardest really thing, Ray, was her being in the hospital and not being able to touch her, allowed to mm-hmm. see her because they weren't letting anybody in. But she was so bad the first night that she went in that about one thirty in the morning, the doctor called and she said, I'm going to let you see your daughter. And the only reason she let me see my daughter is because they were going to incubate her that night and didn't realize or know whether she was going to be awake for goodness knows how long. But by the grace of God, and it was only God, that she is sitting here now able to you know, have a testimony about what happened. So that was the hardest thing is being to see your baby going through her anxiety or her panic, you know, on the phone, mommy, please don't leave me. Please don't leave me. And they're telling me you got to, you got to go, you know, and her being in ICU and just not understanding or, you know, know what's going on with her. Um, And then we all quarantined separately. So um, fortunately I was able to get the apartment, Next door to her, sorry, (laughs) next door to hers. Uh So she was in her uh, studio apartment. I was there. My husband was home and our son was in another location. So we all separated to quarantine and that now, you know, we're all healthy. Um, The only thing is Kyla has a struggle with her lungs. And she has the struggle with the addiction to vaping. So that right there, and she'll t- she'll tell you she wants to every single day, right. but she's been strong, and um, but it's it's a hard thing to go through, wow. and to even have her be in quarantine and I'm next door and really can't be can't in there, oh, but man. she could come to the balcony and I could go to the balcony, okay, and we could see and talk to each other, you know, what? and her you, dad. You, you yes. know, we're gonna have to take a station break, but you know, I I just uh, inspired by the courage of this young lady, you know, coming on the air to to share her story. So uh, we're gonna come back and continue this conversation. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. This is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with "It's Your Life." Build a better business today with Launch Team Consulting. Launch Team Consulting provides human resources, change management, and ethics training for businesses and organizations looking to create a culture of excellence. Launch Team Consulting is here to increase revenues, productivity, and teach you how to launch your business to new heights. With over 90 years of combined experience, the staff at Launch Team Consulting can help improve business performance and strategy. Visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com to learn how we strive to help business owners develop a solid foundation and solid building blocks of leadership so that they can flourish. Launch Team Consulting also offers executive coaching too to help business leaders achieve professional goals. Contact Launch Team Consulting at 619-940-6362. That's 619-940-6362. Or visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com. That's LaunchTeamConsulting.com. Putting you on the path to success with Launch Team Consulting. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. 
Wow, Ray, man, just like we were talking, uh, this young lady, man, inspired me, and I know I know she has inspired many, many others out there. And uh, as I was saying prior to the break, uh, I think it's Carly. I I want to commend you. It okay, takes huh? it it takes a strong person to to uh, you know even talk about things like this. And when you talk about it, you inspire others. And so uh, continue to strive and, and continue to be the strong young lady that you are. Continue to grow and, uh, and continue to encourage others. Yeah, like, like you're saying, JC, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of her for coming on to be able to, to tell her story and to, and to uh, you know, talk to other people, other young people that have that misconception that, that they're invincible and tell about the dangers of, of vaping and, and everything else that's going on. And, uh, you know, I, I, I truly, from the bottom of my heart, you know, I, I know what a special young lady you are. And, and I, I appreciate you doing it because it takes a lot of courage to talk about it, you know. Yes, sir. And so I, I appreciate it. And, uh, and Natalie, I appreciate you, you know, for the, I, know, I know how you fight for your babies. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, one of, Michelle, Michelle is, is, uh, is, you know, my, my good friend too. And she always has, has great uh, tidbits and things to say. Uh, Michelle, do you, you have any, any words that you want to say to, to the young lady and her mother? Well, I am inspired. I mean, really, I, I cannot wait to share this segment with friends, with friends who children vape and with, uh, friends who children don't vape. This is a powerful um, opportunity for them to listen. I mean, Natalie, I commend you. Your daughter is remarkable. She's incredible, and she's going to be just fine, just fine. So stay focused and, and just stay stay intentional about what it is you really want for your life. I'm so proud of you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. No, Michelle, when, when you talk about, you know, what you struggle with, with your asthma and, and, and lung issues, um, can, can you share with the with the audience how you know, you're changing your, your lifestyle of how you how you eat and everything helped helped you and, and um, what the thought process was from from the doctors and everything about how to get you better and what what helped get you get you better? Yeah. So from a doctor's perspective, with dealing with traditional medicine, there was there was always just medication. So I've been on medication since I was probably five years old. And the medication just kept um, going from one medication to uh, when I stopped, I was on five. And that included um, a home system for asthma. Um, but, but, you know, and the medicine became more powerful and my body became more toxic. And I'm still probably dealing with toxicity within the body because the longer you take any prescription drugs, and, and I was on corticosteroids um, for asthma, and so all of that sits in our bellies. It sits in our stomachs, and so becoming vegan for me was a way of to detoxify my entire system, my entire body. So I healed myself by eating, by just changing my thoughts around food and nutrition, and so I didn't eat any more poison because to eat poison, in my opinion, this is my opinion, and eating um, meats and food that was already poisoned by, you know, big agriculture, and that's a whole different conversation, Ray and James. But, um, but in eating certain foods, um, and, and particularly milk, particularly dairy and milk, was so toxic to the lungs. So I do, if I had to encourage you to stop, one thing in terms of nutrition is to give up, even if it's temporary, give up your milk, give up your dairy so that you can clear, help to clear out the mucus in your lungs and, and in, your, in your system because it's already in your belly and it's going to work its way throughout the belly and into your lungs, deepening um, the issue even, even worse. So give up dairy, all dairy, cheese, eggs, milk. Um, and if you need any assistance with that, I am happy to help you, um, help you navigate what that looks, you know, what that looks like. All right. You got a support work. system here. You got a support system here. We are, we are rooting for you. Uh, but, but before we bring our next guest in, I, can, can you tell us, you know, kind of what it was like, you know, how you, how you felt before you were, when, when you were vaping, did you, was it the day that you got sick? See, did it feel any different than the next day? That's the thing. It I didn't. It's it's like you don't know, you don't know when it will happen to you. Cause I felt perfectly, perfectly fine as mm -hmm. if it was any other day, any other normal day. I just 
fell asleep. So I think the problem is is that we don't know enough right. about uh, some of the dangers of of vaping because we don't know what's in a lot of it. So uh, the company uh, I don't want to say it on air, I guess. No. There's, <laughs> but they're presently in a lot of lawsuits for having the flavors that attracted kids, right. you know, and the different type of vape pens. And so I, I forget the statistic. What is it, honey? Like. One vape pen is equal to like one or two pack of cigarettes or something like that. Wow. But then they put not just the nicotine in, there are other chemicals that juice for the flavors and even it's some 20. of the. What is it? 20 packs. 20, 20 packs. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so, and even with the flavors, the thing that they have to do that and then whatever. Some vape pens are even known to explode mm. um, while you're using them. And. And a while back, I had showed her pictures of some guy who was in the hospital who had a vape pen exploded and it took off, you know, right. half his jaw. Yeah. But she just went to sleep. She took a nap. Wow. No, no, you know, no feeling bad. No, you know, as a matter of fact. Like, I didn't feel sick. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't having any symptoms. Like I was, I just took a nap. Wow. Well, you know, and it's, it's important that we educate the public and we educate people. And, you know, talking about education, J- J.C., you want to introduce our, introduce our next guest? Absolutely. Absolutely. We want to bring Dr. Carlos Vasquez. And Dr. Carlos Vasquez is an author, an adjunct professor in psychology at Pepperdine University. Ray, you familiar with that school? Oh, yeah. My daughter graduated <laughs> Pepperdine. <laughs> yeah. He holds a doctoral of degree in psychology. He is also an honorary commissioner and faculty member of the National Command Staff College. I mean, he is doing a lot of great things out there. And I tell you, why don't we bring Dr. Carlos Vasquez on to tell us a little bit more about him. How are you doing, sir? Are you there, sir? Oh, there he is. There he is. <laughs> Sorry about that, gentlemen. No worries. No worries. Welcome to the show, Doctor. Thank you very much for having me. I love this program. Thank you very much. Oh, I appreciate it. You know, JC, I was I was on, uh, on Dr. Carlos' show back uh, a few years ago, the Circle of Insight show. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing to, to have a conversation with, with someone that, that thinks so deeply. So, uh, Dr. Carlos, welcome to the show. We appreciate you being on. Uh, until we get the doctor back, I got a question for both uh, Michelle and Natalie. Um, what would you tell parents that don't believe young children can be affected by this disease? Because there's a lot of folks out there and a lot of misconceptions saying that this disease does not affect uh, our young folk. Natalie, can you okay, go first? Okay, sure. Um, I would just say I know for a fact that's just not true. You know, So I don't think that, like I was trying to say before, we don't know enough about this particular thing. I mean, we don't even have a vaccine. We can only treat uh, symptoms. We can only do supportive care is what they call it by, you know, the the oxygen or the fluids or, you know, a lot of things like that. And um, it, it, it's like we can't follow the myths because we don't know. No one can actually give you facts. And with Michelle's child and mine, I mean, this is proof for us that I know good and well it's not just a senior person's, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, it, and, and kids, like you said, or young people think they're invincible. I mean, the minute they opened um, California back up, what happened? The bars were full. Right. Nobody was wearing masks in the bars. And then, then you started hearing the stories about, oh, wish I didn't go to the bar because now all, you know, a lot of people were starting to get in. They're like, oh, my gosh, we could have had a beer at home. Right. You know, Um but yeah, and and then too for the kids, uh, the college students aren't going to know because they think they're invincible and they're thinking. And, and just even uh, what was it for the July night? I watched so many kids, young people go out of that apartment building, all going to party, mm-hmm. all you know, just in in clusters. Nobody's wearing masks and right. And so as, as far as like the uh, you know when we look at it, it's it's not just you know uh, the physical part. But, mm-hmm. but from the mental part, that that's another thing that I'm looking at and say, you know, how is that going to affect, you know, uh, young people not being able to go back to school uh, and, and be with their friends? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, what what kind of what kind of thought process? Like, how, how are you processing that? 
Um, well, for me, because I don't, I don't have a younger child anymore. Kyla was the youngest, and she's already in college. Right. Um, I don't know. If for you, doing online school, did that become more difficult for you, and not having your class members and classmates and um, being on the college campus? Um, honestly, personally, for me, uh, I don't mind not being around classmates because I'm not. I mean. Although I am a people person, at the same time, I'm kind of not. I like to isolate myself when it comes to, like, like schoolwork and stuff. I do miss sitting in class, though, having one-on-one, um, uh, like, learning from my teachers. Right. So, honestly, I would say that that, that, that uh, is the biggest thing that's, af- that's affecting me right now. Um, just, just being able to have hands-on education. Um, but uh, when it comes to to seeing friends and and social so, like socializing and stuff, um, there's always FaceTime. <laughs> see, see, you you are you are a rare exception that you that you that you able to do with that because my kids are driving me crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna have to put half of the house and make it a school and put them in there or do something if we don't go to go back in some. Yeah, but you have form. smaller children though, and so yeah. they're still developing their you know their friendships. They're still. Um, developing their relationships with other people. They're forming who they are by who they're around. Right. And so it's a little bit more difficult for them to just cut them off yeah. from from that. No playground, no, you know, yeah. sports, because all of our kids did sports. All sports, yeah. But, yeah. I, think that's but I, I can't say that being completely isolated was, is, is a, you know, it's good for me because even when I was in quarantine for the for the couple of weeks, I was dying to get out the house. Right. Because I just wanted to feel the sun on my skin. You know, I wanted I wanted to just just be outside in the fresh air, go for a walk, uh, see see some beautiful things downtown in my in my city, and and um, also being able to to socialize with um, the you know people that are closest to me right. like like you know my family my cousins you know or, or a couple friends but um but yeah no it was it was a little bit difficult but but you know it's not like I won't survive it's it's all it's all good you but you but you you know you've you been friends with my son uh, Boogie for you know for years and so you know how he's driving me crazy but right. you know speaking of, speaking of being driven crazy we got to go pay some bills and, and take okay. a quick break so uh, we'll be right it's back good. it's your life I'm James Coley this is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. It was Uh, one thing I wanted to share, Ray. Um, When I was coming in today, I was listening to the news. And um, uh, part of the news that I heard, it was about uh, this young kid, 19, 20 years old, um, went out with his friends and and uh, I guess he got comfortable out there and did not and went there and took off his mask. And he came back uh, home. And within about three days, he affected everybody in the house. Uh, and so it's important out there to know that, um, you know, especially our youth, that it's not just you 
but anybody that you come in contact with. And the, the father is in the hospital right now, been there for two weeks on ventilators. So I just want our listeners out there to know that uh, this is serious. This is a serious virus. Regardless of what anybody might say, this is serious. And we have to uh, handle that seriously. And we have to worry about everybody in our household and around us. Yeah, I mean, and it's the, the big thing is that there's so many different things that we don't know. And, uh, you know, the more information, more science that we listen to, the better we'll have a hold and graft on it. And, uh, you know, I know many of us had hoped that this would be over you know, pretty soon and pretty quick. And, you know, we'd love to remain optimistic. And I think there is definitely an opportunity for, for that to happen. Um, but there is, is an effect on everybody. And when you talk about, you know, what happens with kids in school and, you know, their, their mental and their mind state, uh, it, it's it's kind of scary, you know, to see where it is. Um, but I, I think we have uh, Dr. Vasquez back. So we want to welcome him, welcome him to the show. I appreciate it very much. Um, what's the first question you have for me? Well, yeah, I got one. Is how do you see the current COVID nineteen situation affecting the, the psychology of your students? Well, most of my students are graduate students or undergrad, and it has affected them. It has affected them in um, unique ways. Uh, a lot of them have lost jobs. I know there's studies out there that show forty percent of the, uh, the students have lost jobs. We also know that. Um, about 30%, I think it is, or higher, uh, have dropped in academic performance. So that's one of them. They got disillusioned. And I also had some students that had it, um, some students that caught the COVID-19 or even lost family members that had it. Um, I teach online. Well, obviously now I teach online, period. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on campus. The on-campus students had the harder time. Um, because of the transition, they like the interaction, obviously, the camaraderie that you get going to university, having the fun times, getting away from mom and dad, and that wasn't possible. Um, so, you know, besides being next to mom and dad, uh, just the idea of not being able to connect. And I think it affected also some of the schools' enrollments was a little harder because some of the schools, some of the students decided we're just going to wait this out, wait for the next semester to hit. Right. So, so, so have, have you guys had any, any guidance? Uh, I mean, I know, I know you teach online. For uh, for Pepperdine, but has there been any guidance from from the school of of what's going to go on, or whether it's going to be, you know, full uh, just online, or whether it's going to be some some semblance of of online and, and uh, in class education? Yeah, I teach at a couple of universities. One of the uh, Pepperdine actually just went strictly online. Um, they did that a few weeks back. Uh, another university I teach on campus is actually still debating it because ninety percent. Uh, of the school, of the students coming from high school wanted it to go on campus, mm. regardless of the COVID-19. Mm. Uh, so they're, they're, the university is trying to accommodate and trying to provide maybe an environment where you only have half the students, you sit two, two desks apart, everybody wears masks, and so forth. Okay, yeah, man, and it's, it's a shame to, to not be on campus at Pepperdine. It's such a beautiful campus. My daughter graduated from there a few years ago, so in Malibu, and... and uh, I, I don't know how she would have deal with the distance learning, but you, uh, I want to go back to something that you said. You said that there was like a, the thirty percent performance drop for for distance learning, and I mean, with you with your your students that you teach, I mean, most of them are grad students, so they're they have have a different level of focus. And so, have, have you seen that uh, sometimes in distance learning you get you get a less performance? No, not at all. It was just the students that actually were on campus that switched. Oh. okay. I think those are the students that got affected. I think the online school, I teach one school that's actually completely online, and uh, they've actually grown. Wow. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, they've, you know, people say, well, you know what, I'm going to go online, and I'll just go to a school that does it online. And that was the end of it. And they went <laughs> well, What can we do to keep a hefty mind as we go through these challenges? I think uh, one thing I wanted to do is commend your your guest. I think it was Kelly. Um, yeah, Kayla. Uh-huh. Kayla. Yeah. Yes, um, I wanted to commend her, and if she ever thinks anything she does matters, it definitely mattered a lot, what she said today. Her, her bravery was great and is definitely commended. Um, one of the things you can do is obviously don't panic. <laughs> follow the things you're supposed to follow. Look for things to uh, better yourself. Um, keep goals situated. Uh, keep your life as normal as can be and start planning for future things. I think a lot of times people will ruminate over the bad 
and ruminate about the things they don't have or they can't have instead of uh, looking at things they can do. Sometimes you can experience new things. I know we've heard stories probably, uh, you probably heard as well, where parents are now spending time with their kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes too much time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I might feel that way. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, one of the definite pluses of it. Um, reading is another great one, right? What is it? The, thing like one, uh, the average American reads one book a year, so this is a great time to kind of up that average a little bit. Uh, other things, just take care of yourself. Um, you had the other guest, I think it was Michelle, uh, and uh, she was talking about eating healthy and, and all, those, all those wonderful things. Uh, those are great to do. There's, there's a lot of things you can do at home. There's a lot of uh, workout videos. Um, I've been doing a lot of cooking, so I've developed, created a new hobby. Whether it's a good a good cooking or not, I don't know. But at least I've got something new that I'm trying out <laughs> and thing. Well, well, excellent. And how, how else have, have you been keeping yourself busy? Because I, I I just finished my my youth book, so um, it's giving it's giving me some time to actually sit down. And I've talked about writing, you know, for, forever. And you know, for you and for JC, you both being uh, accomplished authors that actually you know have published the works. Uh, you know, what, what is what is that like in that process? Did you did, have you have you started writing anything new during this time? You know, I was working on the fatherless book. Um, and that's about three quarters of the way done. I'm not doing that right now. Um, right now, I'm doing um, consulting. Uh, since the last time I spoke with you, right, things have changed quite a bit over the last few years. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm dealing a lot more consulting with law enforcement on threatology, um, identifying threats out there, um, how to be situationally aware, how to uh, prepare yourself uh, if you're going to travel to different types of countries. So I'm keeping myself busy with that, and obviously my podcast as well keeps me quite busy with the guests. So, yeah, I got a lot of stuff to do with that, that's for sure. No books right now uh, that are coming up, except for the followers one that I was working on. Oh, good, good. Can, can, you, can you tell our guests where they can find your, your podcast? Because I want to make sure that oh, you know, you. They, they, everyone knows where to, where to find you. Yeah, Situational Awareness Tactics is what it's called, Situational Awareness Tactics, and you can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all the other forums as well. Wonderful. There's some very interesting stuff on those conversations. We meet some very interesting people. <laughs> wow. You know, all of our guests today has uh, been absolutely wonderful, and they have taught us a lot, and um, they've been very inspirational. And um, I just want to our listening audience to know that, I mean, regardless of what challenges that we might be going through right now, that um, just hang in there, keep your head up, continue to do the right things, continue to uh, uh, take care of yourself, and um, and continue to educate others. Yeah, Doc, Dr. Carlos, I, I thank you so much for, for being on. Uh, I thank all of our guests. I thank you for Natalie and to Kyla and to Michelle. And, and we, we appreciate you. And because, you know, the knowledge and information that you give helps our audience. You know, sometimes we don't think that what, we're, what we say matters. Um, but, you know, uh, the words and the information and knowledge that we get may help not just one person, but can help a multitude of people. And there's, some, there's someone out there listening that got a message that they needed to hear today. So we appreciate you guys so much. Um, you know, uh, Doctor, do you, do you want to, want to uh, say anything else to our guests before we head out? Uh, I just wanted to say, again, as you said, keep a positive attitude. A great time to read some great motivational books. Um, both of you guys are great speakers. So you have a lot of information and insight to give them. I'm sure they can find materials from you as well. And uh, we'll get over this like we always do. And we, we, we like to always give our audience an opportunity to uh, tell them where they can be reached. Uh, I mean, I guess that is. Uh, Michelle, how can people get in touch with you if they wanted to? Yep. This is Michelle. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. I'm always, I'm at michellegrandy.com or I'm on social media as Michelle T. Grandy. Michelle T. is in Teresa Grandy. Thank you. <laughs> Great. Is, is there anything else you want to leave our get, leave our audience with before we before we head out? Yeah, I just second what the doctor said. I mean, I, everything he said in terms of health and wellness and, and staying positive um, um, and just being intentional. This is a great opportunity to take advantage of some things that people would like to do in life. So this is your life. It is your life. That, 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 that is beautiful that you say that. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and and for me, I mean, I always like to let everybody know that you can find information about me at uh, Uh and JC. 
You know, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me at CooleyFoundation.com or James Cooley Facebook or J.C. Cooley uh, <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> J.C. Cooley everywhere. <laughs> but we appreciate you guys for tuning in again. We hope that our message today helped uh, someone out there, and we appreciate you and hoping to see you back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Yeah, but we also want to acknowledge our sponsor, uh, Joshua Goldsmith and Goldsmith Financials uh, that uh, helped make this show possible. And I tell you, we had a wonderful time. And Natalie, uh, Michelle, Dr. Vasquez, and the young lady. Uh, Kyla. Kyla. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This was a wonderful show. I'm excited. I'm very optimistic about the future. So just keep it going. You know, and um, we'll see you next week. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold.